Charles, you're in mid, and we know it. It's the Mid Podcast. Your podcast for random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can follow us on Twitter and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. You can also support the podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash the Mid Podcast and selecting a tier that fits you where you have access to additional content and our random shit episodes, which we just got finished recording. Also, you can support the show by getting you some mid-podcast merchandise. Head over to themidpodcast.com. And you can also support the show through Cash App. Dollar sign The Mid Podcast. And every dollar you send us will help support the show. And get us to do extra content and stuff. If my producer will quit being lazy. No. <laughs> oh, now you chime in. Uh-huh. I'm one of your hosts. The fabulous. The one and only. The best thing that ever happened to the universe, Catherine. Here with my... It co-host, Brendan. Uh, don't call me an it. I mean, it's a good horror movie if you're into horror movies. Mm. Which clowns I am not. Bad. Which I am not, so. Yeah, you ain't never like clowns. Mm-mm. So what are we discussing today, Brendan? Mando Season 3, Episode 3. Nice. And boy, do I have something to say about it. It is called The Convert, is the name of the episode, which we will get into. So if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, we will spoil it. However, I do have some geek news, as we like to call it here on the show. If I can get into my phone and stop looking at my wallpaper. <laughs> um, Shazam 2! Did 30 million domestic opening weekend, and it was the lowest ever for a DCEU film outside of the pandemic openings of Wonder Woman 1984 and The Suicide Squad, both of which saw simultaneously releases on HBO Max. Mm. All I know is James Gunn is going to take the DC to places. Or the DCEU to better places than what Zack Snyder was taking it to. My next question. Do you think the James Gunn DCU reboot led to Shazam, Shazam 2 bombing? Uh, no. I don't think so. I think what happened was Zachary Levi said some shit. A couple weeks ago, I forgot what it was. I just scrolled past it, but I saw something. But that might have led to something to it. Uh, maybe. And I just don't think a lot of people are interested in DC anymore. Like, I could care. I like the first Shazam movie. Never seen it. And uh, the second one, from what I've heard, is decent. It's okay, but I haven't seen the second one yet. 
I ain't seen the first one or the second one. So, I was scrolling on Twitter the other day. And this person, their Twitter name, at Steve Rogers 1943 said, In complete seriousness, if anything has a chance of dethroning Captain America as the best trilogy in the MCU, it will be Guardians of the Galaxy. Agree or disagree? D- disagree. Because Captain America is not even the best trilogy in the MCU. It's the second best. What is the first? You already know what the first one is. I don't even have to say it. Ooh. Mm. 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 Oh, never mind. Sorry. I need to quit scrolling. But my phone. it involves the movies of Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. I think that's all I got. Yep. So now we can get into Mando. But, um, no. Spider-Man is the better trilogy than the Cap trilogy. I love the Captain America movies. I do. They're Winter great. Soldier was the best. Civil War was the best. I do not think so. And I like the Guardians movie. Movies. And me and my friend had this conversation the other day. It's like, the Guardians movies are good, but should you really, like, feel an emotional attachment to them? Since, I mean, they're basically going to die. In the Nets film. Uh oh. Spoiler alert. Too bad. But no. It's like. Why should I care about the Guardians. When. There's other people out there. That. I should care about more. Like. Spider-Man. Sam Wilson. Bucky. Wanda. Every girl loves a man with a metal arm. Stuff like that. So it's interesting. Well, we just spent what five minutes talking about it. Mm-hmm. Anywho, on the Mando. On the Mando episode three, the convert. So we started off. We see Mando laying, um, semi-conscious. Baby Yoda beside him. Mando goes, I am redeemed. Bo-Katan said, did you see anything down there? Alive. Mando go. Mando asks, alive? Your thoughts on that? Uh, Mando was passed the fuck out. He was knocked out. So that big fish thingy, my bobber, drug him down and it knocked him out. But are we sure the Fishma Barber thingy did it? It was the only living thing down there, besides Mando, that we saw. Hmm. 
Then we see TIE Fighters, and they hit Bokatan's ship. And then we get, like, a really good TIE Fighter space, by space battle action scene. And Mando comes up with this idea that he's going to get to his ship. And the TIE Fighter aims at Mando's ship. Mando gets his ship off in time. Um, he recalls his ship the N1, which I probably knew that from last season, but I forgot it. I did notice something in this little action fight scene. Mm-hmm. TIE Fighters can't bank worth shit. Fuck no. I, it they has- are not aerodynamically equipped to cut a corner. It has to be the fucking wings. Because these TIE Fighters weren't normal TIE Fighters. I don't know. I have a friend that studied aerodynamics at Georgia Tech. Maybe I need to ask him. Because um, if you notice how on like a regular TIE Fighter, the wings are straight. These were curved at the top and bottom. Huh. I did think it was an excellent fight scene. Oh, it was a great in-air fight scene. So then we see what looks like the Empire bombing Bo-Katan's home. And she thinks it's Imperial Warlords. But I'm not sure. I'm confused. I think it was. Was it Imperial Warlords, or was it the actual Empire? Because I think the Empire is gone by now. Mm-hmm. It could be the remaining people of the Empire. Mm, could be. So then we move on, and we see the city. And I've seen the city before. Episode 3 seen this from Revenge of the Sith which is the best Star Wars movie ever besides Empire Strikes Back. Fight me on it. And we see some dude talking and we hear something about an amnesty program and a new republic. And I put in my notes, I feel like this guy is a bad guy. He talks about cloning And what it could do for the future. Your thoughts. Um. So. When I watched it yesterday. I was getting. Vibes. From episode 3. Like he was the the bad guy? But. mm, I just thought he was a bad guy trying to turn good. Which. Ended up being correct. But, yeah. The city definitely was from Revenge of the Sith. Because even, like, the staircase was the one Anakin ran up to to see the the Chancellor when they were what I call the the sperm program. (laughs) You see the little sperms flying around. But I was like, this looks familiar. I just can't put my finger on where it was from. So, we learned that this gentleman is a doctor and he's going to what they call the amnesty house where they house 
all these reformed empire workers. And he sees a woman who worked for Moff Gideon. Hmm. And she's sitting there with a couple other gentlemen and they have a conversation. They begin asking the doctor some questions because the doctor's new. Mm -hmm. What was your thought on, on them people? I thought they were going to beat his ass. I didn't trust them at first. I didn't either. I was kind of like, okay, they're fishing for shit. They're going to, like, turn him in. One of them's a bad guy. I don't know which one. They offer him a drink. They begin talking about um, things they miss from the Empire. And the doctor goes, he misses travel biscuits. So then we move on and we see the doctor in his room. And he hears a knock on the door. And he goes to the door. There's nobody there. And he looks around, which I was like, oh, somebody going to jump his ass. Uh-huh. And he sees a box, and he picks it up, and someone has left him travel biscuits. So, at first, I was like, oh, Mando's going to show up here. And then it wasn't. It was just biscuits. So, then we see this lady that was at the table and, and three other guys. When the doctor first arrived at the embassy house. And her and the doctor are walking around the city. I guess she's taking him on a tour and whatever. And she says, following orders blindly is what got us in this mess in the first place. True statement. Kind of can see that in today's society. And then we move on and we see the doctor is sitting at a table with a droid. And the droid is asking him questions. And he asks the droid if he could continue his research. And the droid responds that it's a violation of some accords and blah, blah, blah. Your thoughts? Um, I don't know how I feel about the checkup. Because you could tell the doctor didn't really... When I do answer the questions, but I get it. Like, they have to make sure they're following the rules and everything. Do you just want to put your foot on me? I can. Then we see the doctor sitting in a cubicle and they are destroying Imperial information. And also noticed. Like, when the doctor was giving his speech in front of, like, all the people. And when he was talking, he grabs his ear when he gets nervous. Mm -hmm. Did you pick up on that? Mm Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. The doctor goes to see the girl he was talking to earlier. And, um, says... That they can get him a mobile lab station for him to continue his research. So they have to go outside of the perimeter that's set up for those in the amnesty program. Kind of seems like what Hitler did to the Jews with the ghettos. Yeah. I I was kind of were getting, you getting that vibe too? Uh-huh. So they get on a train 
And then some droid gets on and starts asking um, for tickets. For tickets. The doctor starts freaking out. The girl says that they're going to go to an old Imperial ship to get his mobile lab. They begin to walk through different train cars. And they get to the end of the train and the girl says we're going to jump. They jump off the train and they end up in what they call the shipyard depot. Did you think the droid was going to catch him on the train? No. I thought, like, when he hit his buttons on his shirt, I was like, yep, they're going to get caught. I thought what was going to happen was they're going to steal somebody else's tickets. So, at the shipyard, we see a Star Destroyer ship. We see... The girl removes the keypad or the lady opens the door. They enter the ship. The light on the Star Destroyer is buzzing, which is never a good sign. Mm -mm. The girl finally introduces herself as Ella Kane, communications officer. And they continue to go through the ship. They finally reach the lab. The doctor starts packing up. Um stuff that he needs and the doctor asks Ella says what you what did you want to be when you grew up and she replied she didn't think about it huh. but that that's an interesting line and I'll get into a theory I have in a little bit about her I want to see if you could see where I'm going with the theory. Okay. So as the doctor is getting his stuff, the ship makes a noise. The doctor asks, what was that? The lady says, get what you need. She'll take a look. Um, They begin running through the ship. They come out of the ship onto the walking area. There's a big helicopter with a spotlight. They get caught. Ella Kane takes the stuff the doctor packed up and they arrest the doctor. She's a bitch. Then we move on and we see the doctor tied down to some machine and he keeps saying that um, he was set up mm-hmm. and... The droid goes, the officer G-58 already filed a report, and the doctor's like, this is a mind device. A mind flare. And the droid's like, no, it's just a mind flare. And they begin to use it on the doctor. G-58 asked the other person that was up in the oversight room, I'll call it, um, if she can stay. Another dude goes, I don't see why not, and he leaves. And when he leaves, she turns the device up higher. So, here's where my theory gets in. Since the doctor is good at cloning, I would assume he's the one who made the clones for the Empire. Well, they originally come from... 
shit, that planet with the weird people with Boba Fett. Into so, into you just continued the, the research, the research, and got it down the almost perfect. So, either her father was a clone, or she was a clone, and the doctor created her for the Empire, and well, in the Empire you got to do stuff. Against your will, no matter if you agree or disagree with it. And so, now she's trying to get revenge on the Doctor. Hmm, I could see that. Because it doesn't make any sense why she would set him up. And if you pay close attention to her eyes, they start to change, like, color. I didn't notice that. I'll have to go back and watch And they it. look robotic, kind of. Hmm. Then we see Mando and Bo-Katan, and Mando says he's taking them to a a covert location. We see other Mandalorians walking out of a cave. Mando says that he's been to the Living Waters, and he says that he's brought proof. They go inside the cave, and he gives Armor Lady proof. She dumps the water into some kind of thing and says he speaks the truth. The armor lady says to Bo-Katan that she's been redeemed and can stay with them. However, she can leave any time she wishes. And we end. And here's my working theory on that part now, too. Okay. So, that giant fish thingy. Mm-hmm. Mando's gonna bring them back, make sure the planet's all clean, and they're gonna start to rebuild the planet. Right? A mm-hmm. Mandalore. Uh-huh. And that giant fish thingy mabobber that was in the waters is going to come out and attack him. Hmm, maybe. I was like, what the fuck? This episode was pretty good. Thought it didn't have a lot of Mando in it, but I feel it's setting up for something. And I'm getting a feeling we're getting a Gideon return somehow. Uh, apparently... He escaped. So. And well, who's the dude that plays Moff Gideon? Giancarlo. Oh, I forgot the actor's name. But I think he played in The Boys, too. Uh-huh. He does. And, and he's he also, played in some other stuff. He uh, also plays in Better Call Saul. Uh, Now I'm ready for episode four tomorrow. Giancarlo Giancarlo Esposito. Are you looking forward to episode four now? Uh Uh-huh. But I kind of feel like episode four might be a letdown. You think so? I don't know. Because you know they're going to have one episode that's going to be like, uh... That's what I thought this episode was. I did too, because it didn't have a lot of Mando in it. And I was like, it's the Mandalorian. It's more of a, like, filler Mm -hmm. episode. But it's setting up for something big, big to Uh happen. Whoa. I mean, I didn't think it was a bad episode. No, not at all. But yeah, that woman, she's a bitch. 
Uh-huh. She is. And I couldn't figure out why she set the doctor up, but I kind of like your theory. I kind of could see it. And evidently, they both worked for Moth Gideon. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be some tie there. So I'm wondering if she's planning on helping Moth come back. Or she helped Moth Gideon escape, and she's going to help him try and rebuild the Empire. Yeah, that's true, too. That is true, too. Well, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Nope. So, we'll be back with episode four sometime. So, in the meantime, just enjoy Mandalorian. Uh Uh-huh. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.